This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here, managing editor of Fightful.com. It is October 9th. We have plenty to talk about tonight. Uh, WWE Monday Night Raw, matches set for TLC, matches set for SmackDown, matches set for 205 Live, matches set for next week's Raw, all of which we have live coverage of over at Fightful.com. In addition, we have coverage of this morning's King of Pro Wrestling show, which had a lot of momentous, uh, momentous activity on it. Also, we have live coverage of all the Ring of Honor shows this weekend. David Tease is going to hook you all up with that on a quiet MMA weekend. Even though it is a quiet MMA weekend, we do have the Holy Smokes MMA podcast tomorrow at 3. I have a show with James Lynch later this week, I'm sure. And we have that UFC 216 post show. If you did not watch UFC 216, that post show gets you caught up very well. Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson hit one of the craziest finishes i have ever seen in my life alex did you happen to see that i didn't catch it who in a pro mma fight the man went like he was throwing a german suplex and when his opponent who he had been messing around with for five rounds by the <laughs> looks of it based his arms out because you learn to fall in mma just like you do in pro wrestling right based his arms out mighty mouse johnson caught his arm in midair and flying arm barred him for the win wow it was unbelievable. It was outstanding. So uh, lots of content in relation to UFC 216 up there. We have tons of interviews from James, uh, James Lynch coming up on the site as well, uh, UFC fighters. So make sure you keep it locked at Fightful.com. Head over to those forums. I'm starting a contest very soon. And, of course, we have all your pro wrestling news, interviews, photos, videos, boxing, MMA, all that good stuff. Without further ado, Alex Palowski. Alex Big night. Yeah, no, this is uh these are the kind of raws that you know that I like. Where you're gonna be like, okay, uh football and baseball are both on, so we're gonna get all the really great shit up front, and then we're gonna backload it with a actual honest to god championship match. Like that's that's cool. Let's all do that. Let's do that every Monday. I'll, I'll be down for that. I mean, all the crap in the middle where you have a dude pretending to be his dead sister. That aside, 
not a bad episode of Raw. Yep. I I there were there was some really bad. There was some okay stuff. Like there there was some there there was a lot to talk about on this show. So let's hop right into it. The Mizzies. Yay, more Mizzies. I want more I'm cool Mizzies. with this. Nobo Dallas. What do you think? Thoughts here? and prayers. Uh, I don't know what's, up, what's what's wrong with him, but uh, I just hope his jacket is okay. Uh, Anna Bauer yeah. me, reminded me. Like, I don't know what's wrong with his jacket. If As long as the jacket is okay, that's all I care about. And the chain. Jacket, the chain, and the glasses. Gloves. Both, both fine, I'm sure, but those things have to be better. He probably got wind that he wasn't going to win a Mizzy Award and <laughs> no showed the ceremony. I don't even know if he was even nominated. Was he even like, nominated? Well, like the star that he is, he didn't show up. Yeah. Curtis Axel won an, an award. The Bar won the award. They all kind of take turns talking trash rather well until the Miz gives himself an award. And then Roman Reigns comes out. You all know what happened. Mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose came out. Then Seth Rollins came out. Roman Reigns said, these aren't rumors. And the Shield reunited. They kick a bunch of ass. <laughs> Seth Rollins has to hold Sheamus in, in like, a wrist clutch forever. 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 Like- forever. And it's just, you watch Sheamus just do it. What are you? Get Stop touching me. What are we? We're going to keep doing this? It was just bad. Oh, my God. It looked like Seth Rollins was getting his first fast dance in high school. The baby got back in the corner over there. He wasn't letting go. Back it up, Seamus. Yeah. Oh, triple powerbomb fist. Now, cool. Everybody's happy. They they could have executed this much better. It oh, could have God. been much better. Oh, How do you not have the the Shield music queued up for, for either? Well, right. one, Roman needs new music. Yes, he does. Because so much part, so much of this is the Sierra Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta, mm-hmm. Shield. That that is like I thought that's how it should have happened to begin with. Mm-hmm. Also, wouldn't have had it happen here. Wouldn't have had it happen with them. Right. Uh, we'll talk about more more of that later because I really want to wait until the Shield's next appearance before we talk about the the uh, reuniting of the Shield and yes. how we would have done it, but. The, the the best thing about this segment was the hilarious Roman watches Crisley knows best sign in the crowd. Yep. That was phenomenal. That was, was. phenomenal. It was great. Jason Jordan defeated Carl Anderson with Luke Gallows. Jordan out here solo tonight, and they're still trying to babyface him while they're still trying to heal Anderson and Gallows, and the crowd didn't want that. No, nope, didn't want either of those things to be to be true. Nope. They were chanting too sweet at Gallows and Anderson. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you own it, well, why not use it? Yeah. Yeah, this I mean, is instead of having Johnny Gargano use it at an NXT <laughs> event, maybe. Oh man. Um yeah, this whole thing was just like we 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 gotta keep Jason Jordan out there so people are reminded that he exists every week. I, I do feel like if, if they could retcon this and go back and give him a different storyline with angle they would yeah i think i mean it's then now they're like crap we said that he's his biological son we mm-hmm. can't like go back on that without completely overhauling what we want to do with the character but we still have this these plans for him so let's just not mention it for a while and see what if anybody forgets 
I think they, you know? they have ways they can go. We all know there are ways they can go. He fooled them or, right, or something right. but, like that. But but that would drastically change what their original plans might have been with him. Sure. You know what I mean? And maybe they're not ready to do that yet. So they're just like, don't anybody talk about how we made that mistake, okay? Like, yeah. it, 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 it just feels like they're trying to keep him front and center without admitting that they made a giant error. With, but it's like, with when was the last time this this thing worked? This yeah. type of thing? I don't know. I mean, Kane and The Undertaker, maybe. Hey, this is The Undertaker's brother. Here you go. Yeah, that, that was literally 20 years ago. Exactly. Like, it's a completely different era now. And with those guys, well, once I've, once I've completely bought into the fact that this dude is some undead you know, cowboy or whatever the hell his gimmick was at the time, then I can also buy that he's got a long-lost brother who's horribly scarred from a fire in which The Undertaker thought he died. There was a lot more flexibility there. Yeah, as like, opposed to Kurt right. Angle, who was once portrayed as the wholesome milk-drinking guy, yeah. <laughs> not knowing yes. who his kid was for years. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Carl Anderson looking for a tag here when he's beaten up is great. That was great, and commentary picked up on it. Him whiffing on his corner spot was actually uh, was also great. What was even greater than those great things was Jason Jordan dead weighting him off of that turnbuckle and hitting his finish, which is him throwing a man up in the air and catching him in a neck breaker. That was awesome. J- Jason Jordan is preternaturally gifted. Like yeah. he's just, he's super gifted in the ring, and they can't figure out what to do to make him a person that you root for. Sometimes I like, he reminds me of a guy I trained with who didn't know how strong he was. Mm. And like, I think by now Jason Jordan knows, but when he's in the ring, you can see guys brace because he hits him a little extra hard. And like, it's what we had to do too. And whenever we were getting uh, takedown drills done by this guy, we had to brace a little bit like, cause he didn't realize Uh, back Backstage crappenings. Miz mocks Kurt Angle asking if he has any injuries, and they book the bar and the Miz against the Shield at TLC. More about that coming. There is a bad, lame backstage segment with the women outside of Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox was outstanding. Mm-hmm. As good as Alicia Fox was, that's how bad Sasha Banks was at this. That's how bad everybody was at it. Like it was, it was like Bailey was terrible. Dana Brooke was awful. Oh boy, oh Emma boy. Emma wasn't even very good, and she's usually really good in yeah. these things. But like, it's saying something when Bailey was the second best in this, and she was still really bad. They they're all arguing over who gets their asses kicked by Oscar. So a like, match is set up for tonight, and I was like, cool, whatever, sure, it's, it's fine. I, I thought Angle was going to say, all right, I need somebody to be an opponent for. For for Oscar, you're all going to be in this match. But they were all like, "I want to face Oscar." No, I want to face Oscar. I'm like, you've all, all of you are students of wrestling at this mm-hmm. point. You all know Oscar's not coming into the WWE main roster without trucking the first person she comes across. So why well, are you they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't do that? They, they want their opportunity as they should. I, Bailey should specifically want her opportunity. That if they, they didn't say like like yeah. she like if they had said. Asuka took the NXT championship from me. I want a shot at her. But she's like, I just want to hug her. Like, okay, why why are you making her stupid? Make her a person we can root for. Make her smart. I don't want to root for stupid people. 
Elias comes out, he plays a song, and then his, his guitar starts falling out of key, and Titus comes out, and he gets this weird mixed reaction where <laughs> it's like they're they're cheering, and then they boo, but then they cheer so Titus can play his song. It's a bad song, but well, it's yeah, a good it's, spot for Titus. It's an intentionally bad song on the yeah. banjo. I mean, he's yeah. he's mocking uh, Elias Sampson. Elias, Sam, Elias, excuse me, he doesn't have a last name anymore. Elias uh, going out there and saying, you know, just for that, I bet you guys wouldn't even want me to sing a song. And they all start <laughs> cheering. It's like, well, too bad, because I like hearing the sound of my own voice too much. <laughs> He's great. He's so good. You tweeted in kayfabe, why is he not getting title opportunities? Yeah. Like, not even, not even, not only, not only the fact that this guy is doing really great stuff in the ring, but every time they let him go out there by himself, in a, in a pin spot in the middle of the ring, he kills it. Yeah. This guy absolutely deserves to be somewhere <laughs> beyond where he is now. His reactions were to Titus were great too. He's like, nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> like it was really good. Uh, Apollo Cruz comes out. We see a lot of offense out of him, but he loses again. Like I said, why hasn't he been getting title shots? He's been pinned once. Mm-hmm. Should be happening. Enzo and Kurt Angle. Enzo calls Angle out and refers to him as Sexy Kurt. Now th- this Sexy Kurt promo was 13 years ago, yep. so there's a good chance that there's a lot of people that were puzzled. No by idea. that. Yep. Viewers of this show will have no clue what he's talking no, no about. Yep. It's when Kurt Angle sang Shawn Michaels' theme song and he said, I'm just a sexy Kurt. I'll make your ankle hurt. Yep. Which was an all-time great thing. Right. And at this point, I need to just hose down. Just just hook it up to the spigot outside and I'll pour the water all over myself because Kurt Angle explained that the cruiserweights have their own contracts. Mm-hmm. And begging for it for months. Begging yep. for it. Explains why Kalisto can beat up Enzo because he wasn't under that contract. Later, Corey Graves specified in their match, these are two guys that have been competing against heavyweights. I wonder how that affected their strategy, how it affected their skills. I love it. That's good storytelling. That's good That's good development. That's something. It's just something they needed to add. It's easily – I mean, New Japan's done it for years, and it's it's worked. I like it. Enzo is acting like a spoiled, entitled star, and it fits really well. Uh, he's good at it, as as is most things on the mic with him. Uh, later on, he's booked in a lumberjack match for the cruiserweight title against Kalisto instead of at TLC. Yeah, of course, when they, we will when speak they, more uh, about that tonight too. Yeah, when they when they were like they announced earlier today. Oh, by the way, Kalisto versus Enzo. I'm like, why wouldn't you just wait to do it tonight? Yeah. Oh, you have this whole thing planned. That's cool. Um, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. So here's the fun one to talk about. Braun Strowman comes out to the ring. Then Matt Hardy's music hit. And I'm like, oh, no. Poor Matt. Like, Matt's offense was ugly, as it was supposed to be in this match. Right. I got to say, like, he, he did this horrible punches, which he, you got to do, because what are you going to do, cut angles on Braun Strowman? No. And it was really great how Braun would shove Matt off, and because Matt's pigeon-toed because of his hip sockets. Yeah. Like, it's, it, like, I think Matt, or Edge wrote about it in his book, and 
you know, Matt just got messed up hip sockets. And because of that, you didn't know what direction he was going to go. <laughs> you didn't know what rope he was going to bounce into. First, second, third, take yep. your pick, roll the dice. You don't know. But he's bouncing off of everything, coming back and punching. It's great to the point to where Matt Hardy gets honest to God chance against Braun Strowman. Yes. That does not happen these days, Alex. Yeah. No, this is the thing is that, um, is I even for the side effect. Real early. I just, it was great. This was great. I tweeted out as tweeted when he soon came out. I was like, well, there's no better guy on the WWE to break Matt Hardy, both figuratively and literally, than Braun Strowman. I mean, whatever. But it was it was really cool. I was like, well, who could they – somebody – I was having a, not an argument, but a discussion on Twitter with somebody about what you do with Braun Strowman at TLC. He's got to be on the card. He's like, oh, let him squash somebody. I was like, well, okay. But we've moved past that for Braun. He should have a real opponent. And when this match started, I was like, you could absolutely talk me into a little mini feud between Matt Hardy and Braun Strowman, where Matt just won't give up because he's just this veteran who just – never die. Right, exactly. So so the match was really fun. Oh, and you know that Braun can kind of promo, like, we'll test that theory. (laughs) Like one of those. Uh, The Tornado DDT, followed by a twist of fate, followed by kick out at one – Followed by Matt saying to Braun Strowman's face, what are you? Like, all of that stuff was brilliant. He goes with Twisted Fate again, gets choke slammed, choke slammed again, then, then the running power slam. The, whole, the last minute of this match was classic. So good. Yeah. And then he's like, I, I always wonder what Braun's plan is. When he picks up an opponent, he's just beaten and walks to the back with him. Yeah. Like, where's he taking him? What's, what's he going to do with him? Uh, but we never find out because he doesn't make it to the back with Matt Hardy. And I'll let you finish this. He is confronted by the Shield, and I think it's fantastic that Roman Reigns is like, hey, yeah, this guy that's been picking on me this year, since we got this band back together, let's go kick his ass. And they do. They beat his ass. They uh, Ambrose and Rollins hold him up for Reigns to hit a sick spear where Reigns almost went headfirst into the ramp. He almost got Shane McMahon, how I said his his ass was to the to the light. That's almost uh, Reigns tonight. Well, apparently the Shield's presence gives WWE cameraman Parkinson's disease because they're doing that shit again. Mm-hmm. Cut it out. Right. Stop it's, it. We don't need it. It's supposed to look like a Bourne movie. They want it to look like it's a real fight because these guys are real badasses. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. They powerbomb him through a table. Braun should have been the guy to bring them out. Yep. I think if it's Braun, I don't care if he's babyface. I don't care if he's heel. I don't care if he's tweener. I don't care if he's the most over thing in the world. The shield, special circumstance that's going to get a great reaction no matter yep. what. You can say, well, how are they the babyfaces? Three on one. It's Braun. Right. It doesn't matter. He turns over an ambulance on mm-hmm. this program, in this world. He gets hit um, by a vehicle while he's in an ambulance and emerges. Like, he's different. He is beyond. Now, should they have beaten – had him beaten by Brock Lesnar? No. 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 Braun should be just doing – he should be overturning trains. Like, like, they just catch him outside and, like – 
He's not putting pennies on the tracks. He's just ripping the tracks in half. Like they have to get together to stop him. And then you've got the Miz and Cesaro and Sheamus who join in. Yeah. I think um, that would have been a better reaction that and the music. Th- yes. Uh this is this is how I I would have done this. I would have had Seth and Dean for several weeks separately and together trying to beat up Braun and failing. Coming close and failing. Having a handicap match against him at the September pay-per-view or whatever and failing, all that kind of stuff. And then finally, the guy who comes in and reunites them is Roman. Because that's what you want. This is all a giant ploy to get Roman over again. That's what this is. This is our last gasp effort to make you cheer for Roman. Which is fine. That's what you need to do. Okay. The Miz and the Bar are nothing to these guys. As evidenced by how they ran through them and Curtis Axel. Like, they didn't care about those guys. But Braun beats Roman to a standstill every time they, they fight. Not on the house circuit. On the house circuit, Roman Reigns is undefeated. But in, in their matches on TV, like, they're, they're, they're a stalemate every time. So Roman needs his buddies to come in and help him beat up this guy who's been a thorn in his side all year. And you want me to root for Braun Strowman less in this situation? Like, I know I'm not the, a target audience here because, eh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, cool. Cool. I'm not, I'm not anti it, but cool. But I love Braun Strowman. And you want, you want me to see – there's a lot of people who love Braun Strowman. A lot of people. He still gets a lot of cheers. And you want those people to look at three dudes ganging up on him and go, I like the three dudes more. It's just a weird thing. Like, I don't necessarily that they're heels or whatever. It's just an odd dynamic that you turn Braun into the, into the underdog babyface in that situation in, in my book and make me go, I want, I want to see Braun get his revenge on those guys. That's how, that's how I look at it. But I'm probably looking at it wrong. I mean, you're looking at it how you want to look at it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong about that. I really feel like down the line, Samoa Joe and the Authors of Pain are the, the trio to give them a run. But, I mean, who knows how long this, this thing will last. I, I, I feel like it'll, it'll, it'll last maybe till Survivor Series because that thing's made for giant groups of people. Yes. Um, but I, certainly by the Rumble, all these guys will be going their separate ways again. Like, yeah, as I, they I can, probably should. Yeah. As they probably should. So, yeah, I just think that while I'm, I'm happy with the S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion, I think there were things that sh- could have been done and should have been done that could have made it way bigger. Way right. bigger. Right. Mickey James is out, goes off on Alexa. She sounded like a woman really angry that she was called out on Facebook like they were having a war, and she's like, Honey, mm-hmm. let me tell you. It's good stuff, though. It works for her. Uh, what really works for Alexa is her coming out and doing this video tribute, Alex. I loved it. Um, it I thought it was hilarious. It, I'm sure it, you didn't. I did. Listen, it's it's fine in a vacuum, but I still have post traumatic memories of this is your life, Bailey. So when she comes out and says, says "Mickey, I got something for you. I'm going to show you your history," I was like, "Oh crap! What is this going to be? You're going to bring out her high school boyfriend who's like 90? Is that what that was? That was that going to be your joke?" Um, and yeah, the, the newsreel footage was fine 
But it was incredible, Alex. You know, and it was. It was. Uh, it, it was funny. Yes, and the old timey voice, all funny. The only problem is, is that Mickey James is not ancient, and treating her as such is disingenuous. It's disingenuous, and I, I don't, I don't like it. Move on. Like, there's He's other ancient things. to Alexa Bliss. That's that's the whole thing. Yeah, I suppose, but she's also ancient to Emma and Alicia Fox, who were in, involved in that thing last week too. Like, as if, as if the entire women's division thinks that either she's this older veteran who's really experienced and can teach him a lot of stuff, and that's good. Or she's old and past her prime and get her out of here. But either way, she's old. And I just yeah, but I mean that this is part of Alexa's deal is that she does think that she's old. Like that's that's her whole thing. She's discrediting this woman because she's old. Well, then I would I would have somebody ask Alexa, why did you personally bring Mickey James into SmackDown and have her be your best friend for a while over there? I mean, she had her go up under a mask so she could beat her a couple times. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I liked it. Good stuff. Uh, what wasn't that good, though, was the whole Alexa running down the ring and being like, nope. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you expect? Yeah. How does Jack Gallagher throw a drop kick that good in what he wore? Like, that... It, that I can't imagine they put together like worked clothes like that that yeah. quick. There's got to be shoot clothes, right? Yeah. Uh, did you see their the, the match from Two Hundred Five Live last week? Yeah, I did. That was outstanding. Mm-hmm. And so I was I was so blown away by that match last week on Two Hundred Five Live. You haven't seen it out there, uh, and you got the network. Do yourself a favor, go back and watch it. It's great. Him and Cedric, brutal match. Um, so I was so happy to see that that storyline made it to Raw because it deserves it. Like, it's really, really cool stuff. And for those of you who don't watch 205 Live, you would have no idea that, A, Jack Gallagher is a heel now, and, B, he wrestles in a waistcoat, tie, and, like, corduroy pants and, and, and dress and low, shoes. Low-key wrestled in that stuff for a long time, but it never looked as cool. No, like, he, he, he looks like a Sherlock Holmes villain. Who decided to, you know, go into fisticuffs? Like he, it's really cool. Like he's he's really great in it. Um, uh, I'm super down with 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 evil Jack, the Ripper Gallagher. Um, I'm I, I'm in I'm into it. Yeah, this is this is fine. I think it was smart that on this night, WWE highlighted their cruiserweight division heavily on this they, show. They needed to have this segment for reference for the end because they never showed these other guys on on uh, on TV on 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 Raw. So if they say on all of our cruiserweights are coming out, if you haven't been if you missed you know Raws from 6 months ago, you would have no idea who any of these guys are. Never seen them. So um it was good and what's really interesting to me was they had Michael Cole make believe like he had never seen this kid Mustafa Ali. Tell me about him, Corey. Like like he was just this rookie who had never had a match before because they were actually showcasing him to the audience at home because they they're building a little story for Mustafa yes. Ali, which is As cool. They should. He's he's fantastic. He's he's super amazing, and I'm really hope that they give him some shine in the next few weeks. 
Well, the Cruiserweights got three or four individual segments on this show, including Enzo. That was good because you're going to have a lot of casual fans tuning in, or at least more casual fans than usual tuning in because of the Shield. Maybe some people that have fallen out over the last couple of years, and they can see this. I I doubt it's going to turn anybody away, but it might bring in some people, This the utilization of this. Can't say the same for Sister Abigail. Oh, boy. Finn Balor comes out and says that he's not afraid of Sister Abigail, and it's a good thing because she is on the Titan Tron rambling her ass off. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Like she says something about turning flowers into other flowers. Like I think she's a bee because she pollinates. Um Finn Balor sells this like fucking hurricane Katrina just hit his house or something like afterwards. He's like, this is something to really worry about guys. And I'm just like, man, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I I don't always want to rain on the Bray Wyatt parade. I don't always want to rain on the the Finn Balor parade. I just don't like it. You know what? I've liked their matches. I haven't liked this. Well, that's the whole thing is that this is the final nail in the coffin for Bray Wyatt. He's done. I, I don't know how you recover from this. It was an embarrassment. And it, listen, I don't blame him because he committed entirely to this ridiculous thing where they had him, you know, wear a veil over his face and weird eye black around his eyes, and they gave him a voice box thing. And he committed to it fully. He said, you know what? I'm playing this 100%. It's, I'm doing it. I'm going all out. And that's all you can do as a performer. When the, when the director tells you you got to do it, you just got to do it. And But the creative behind this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, I, 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 the guy had so much potential like three years ago, and it's been all wasted through lost feuds and you know, showing up on the Titan Tron to challenge somebody else to another feud for the same reason because they're not who they say they are, man. It's just, it's kind of done. And then the fact, it, what made it even worse was the fact that we, everybody on Twitter was hating on this thing. Everyone's at home is yeah. laughing on about this. And Finn goes out there and go, my God, the things I've seen, like her voice echoed in my head, like he was shell-shocked or something. Like he just come from Fallujah. Like it was like he had just like it was it was ridiculous. The fact that they asked him to like completely sell this thing as though he was really affected by it. I, uh, I don't know. I'm re- I'm reminded of of the way f- uh, Seth Rollins reacted to the Demon King. Was like, oh, where's the Demon King? Come on! And he was supposed to be like this big heel guy, which was to hate. But if Finn reacted to Sister Abigail the same way, I'd be like, now that's a guy I want to root for. The guy who sees this and goes, this is all bullshit, and we should not take this seriously because nobody home was. Yikes. I agree. Uh, we're going to have a story up on Fightful soon, and this just came across. It just hit my inbox. 
Somebody said, or Roman Reigns said in a recent interview, we don't need guys running around doing two sweets. We don't need guys acting like they're from DX 15 years ago. We need original characters. For as much as the Young Bucks put him over, like, they go out of their way to do so. Like, because, let's be real, they they capture a lot of the demographic that isn't that fond of Roman Reigns. I, I just don't think it's necessary. I think that's kind of in bad taste for him. That's odd. Like, yeah. I mean, well, no, 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 it's not because, because I mean, this he's point, a company guy now. At this point, he's a company guy. He's speaking directly from Vince McMahon, whether he knows it or not. He's been he's been inoculated to to speak the corporate line, and Vince hates what's going on over in New Japan. So, so yes, yeah. I mean that's 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 it. But I mean, come on, let let these let these guys have. The, honestly, it's just creating a buzz around all of all of sports entertainment because you won't let me let anybody say wrestling. It's it's good for the entire business. Being petty is not good. This is not good. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, those that, those comments. Disappoint me, but uh, I guess do not shock me. I was surprised he said that, and it wouldn't shock me if one of many people backstage said something to him about it. And I don't know if that happened, but uh, yeah. And I got a lot of weird comments. Like it's just it's just unusual. Like I mean, yeah, it's the thing is like it is. It's a <laughs> if you don't get it. If you don't get the Bullet Club thing, if you don't get the Young Bucks thing, I ain't explaining it to you because you're not supposed to get it if that's the case. Right. If you don't yeah. get it, that's that's part of it. And if you hate them because you don't get it, that's part of it too. Uh, moving back to Monday Night Raw. Winner faces Asuka. Emma defeated Sasha Banks, Alicia Fox, Bailey, and Dana Brooke. I thought this could be fun or terrible. Uh, it was the latter, in my opinion. Michael Cole didn't know the rules of the match. They didn't tell him. It's a it's a fatal five way, and he he always referred to it as such. But it wasn't a fatal five way. It was a fatal five way elimination match, and I don't know how 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 recently the they 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 changed it because he didn't have the the right script in front of him. Obviously, sure. Um, but they also gave apparently each of the cruiserweights for the for the lumberjack match. Full entrances, so they were really running short on time. So I don't know if that was the case here, but um, yeah, he honestly believed that Bailey had just won that match by hitting the Bailey to belly on Dana Brooke in two minutes. In two minutes, like a Bailey's going to TLC. Oh nope, I'm sorry. Apparently, it's a uh, elimination. I'm still all worked up from that Sister Abigail thing. What the hell happened? Like he was using that a lot as. Things are going on. The shield reformed. My brain is just elsewhere, folks. Uh, I see somebody on the board <laughs> telling me to tell my story of when this happened to me. Oh boy! So I used to do. We used to do open house matches at our gym. I mean, I, I was a part of an MMA gym, catch wrestling gym, and a couple of us did pro wrestling training. And for our open houses, we would put on sparring exhibitions, grappling exhibitions, and what we had to call like 
pro grappling exhibitions. The the legalities are very you can't say pro wrestling match because you can't charge admission. There are a lot of things you have to go around to do that in an exhibition format in Kentucky. So we would draw anywhere between 50 to 150 people just to show up at this gym, see what we were about. And myself and my catch coach were the main event. Two out of three falls. And the ring announcer didn't announce it. So when he hits me with a fisherman suplex and pins me in about four and a half, five minutes, the crowd's like, what? I do what? Exactly how I felt when Bailey won tonight. Mm-hmm. So, Bailey, I feel you. It's a bummer. It sucks. Not as much as this match did, though. Dana and Apollo Crews may be the most pointless call-ups ever. But, More so than the Ascension, you know, perhaps. But see, the whole thing, Dana, Dana really got screwed by Emma's injury. Dana was never supposed to come up and be a singles wrestler. Oh, she yeah, was, she was. Was she? She was. Oh, yeah, they... When Vince saw her, he wanted her to be. Oh. He knew she wasn't ready. Oh. But, but, but yeah, she, she was eventually supposed to be. Right. Not right off the bat, though. Uh, yeah. She, she and Emma were running a real cool program where they were beating up Becky Lynch backstage. And it was all building to something that could have been really fun because I'm still waiting for a really hot Becky versus Emma one-on-one match because that would be awesome. You could really do some – they could be really great together. But – Emma got injured, went away for a really long time, then was supposed to come back, and the Emmalina thing, whatever. Dana got shunted off. I'm like, okay, you can be Charlotte's sidekick. And, you know, like it would just never worked for her because she didn't have that familiarity. She'd been working with Emma as a package in NXT for months. They had a real chemistry. And then they were like, well, your, your partner's out, so we're going to put you with somebody you've never worked with before. I'm sure the chemistry will be great. And you know it's it wasn't, and it you know like whatever. But I do I feel bad for her because she she right she should not have been brought up. She should have been sent back down. You know what I mean? She could have been done something down back there. But I will say, highlight of this entire match was when Alicia Fox uh, tried to get a, a pinfall. It was a two count. Then she yelled at the ref, and then she yelled at the audience. He can't count. I can. That was three because Alicia Fox is a treasure and a jewel. And, a gem. and if I were a single man, I would ask her to marry me because I'm in love with her. She's amazing at what she does. Um, like she, she fully commits. Like it's really hard to what to find an actress who will really commit to being nuts. And Alicia Fox, who's not an actress, completely commits to it. And awesome, awesome work by her. Dana got beat really quickly by Bailey. Bailey got pinned by Alicia. Cool. There's some sloppy, sloppy offense in this, but I'm still like a sucker for Sasha's knee moves. But that was not enough to save anything. Sasha taps out Fox. Then Emma does a very bad roll up to pin Sasha. Yeah. A good for good for Emma. It's a good place to have Emma win because you're going to feed somebody to Oscar. So you might as well get them over a little bit on your way mm-hmm. to doing so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, uh, next week it'll be Emma talking trash about how she's going to beat Oscar. She's already starting on Twitter. How it's not going to be like their NXT Takeover London match, um, and she's going to beat her and all this kind of stuff. And then Oscar will come out and either kick her in the head once or put her in the Oscar lock in about a minute and a half, 
Uh, and that'll be it, as it should be. You need to debut yeah. Asuka on the main roster as this absolute force that no one should trifle with. Um, and honestly, what I feel like they're going to do the next thing will be to have her have a program with Nia Jax because that'll be the, the clash of these two titans on Raw. I think they'll, they'll save an Asuka versus Shasha match because they, I think they know that's, that's an important one that's never been done before. Kalisto versus Enzo Amore had never been done before. It's done tonight. I get the feeling we're still going to see this at TLC. I'm hoping that because, my God, it's a TLC pay-per-view, can we please just get our multi-man cruiserweight ladder match? Please. That, that should be what Kurt does. Yeah. Is that, say, you can have your rematch, but now all those people that you pissed off also get their, their opportunity to. Yeah, which is, which, is, which is how you can then build Mustafa Ali in, in the, in the inter, next week and in the intervening 205 Lives to be a threat in that match as well, even if he doesn't win it. Because they had an angle during the match tonight, and yeah. Mustafa Ali and Enzo Amore worked one-on-one matches during the house show loop this past weekend. So they're obviously grooming them for, for some kind of program together. So If that match happened, I, I still think Enzo should win it because climbing the ladder and snagging the title is such a, you know, you can make it a cheap way. Right. Basically, before this match, Kalisto said, I'm not over, so here are a bunch of Hispanic guys who were. Cheer me. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's true. It is true. Uh, uh, sometimes I do forget how good he is in the ring, though. Yeah. And what Enzo does, I think he's fine, too. Booker T explaining the cruiserweight's motivation for Kalisto winning is good, but then the heels start attacking Kalisto. They got no reason to do that. They should all want Kalisto to win so they can get their shots. Right. Uh, Last week on 205 Live, uh, not one, but two dastardly heels realized the error of their ways in having beaten up Enzo because he's a heel just like us, basically, in code words. Um, and we, 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 we support him, and we're happy that he's the champion because heel face alignments. Um, I've always thought that, that I was stupid. Even though I was young, I was like, I don't understand. Shouldn't everybody want the championship? But, okay. Um, yeah, Kendrick and Ari Davari were both pledged their allegiance to Enzo Mori last week on 205 Live, and so uh, that that was your intrigue there tonight. Mm-hmm. But well, Enzo has some cool offense that that I like. That corner stomp, the schoolboy into the buckle. He's doing things different. It's it's a it, it's an approach that I like when wrestlers take. Like AJ Styles always says, when you see my offense, you associate it with me, not with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Enzo's doing that. Very smart. Cool stuff. There was a breathtaking superplex to the outside onto all the lumberjacks. Mm-hmm. This was really good. Like I just I, I knew what was coming when it when they set it up and I was like, this is a very WWE superstars 2011, like Tyson Kidd and Trent Beretta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just just going at it. Uh Mustafa Ali pulls Enzo out of the ring after his finish. Then we get a super Salida del Sol. New cruiserweight champion. This was a lot of fun. Enzo Amore has been delivering it as the main event of Monday Night Raw in the cruiserweight division week after week after week. Uh, this was right. no different. I liked the match. 
I thought it was the best match of the night, and I really enjoyed that Matt Hardy-Braun Strowman match. So hats off to everybody involved in this. This was good stuff. Yeah, uh, I liked it. Um, I I did think it was – you know, the Cruiserweights, we think of them as being these high flyers, all of them, but I love the fact that Drew Gulak is out there every week on 205 Live saying, you know, basically his whole gimmick is not everybody – people shouldn't high fly. But he's definitely not a high flyer. He's a, he's a mat technician. I mean, they had a whole bunch of guys who were like that, who wrestled like that uh, in the cruiserweight division. But now seems like even Jack Gallagher has to do a high-flying move off with an umbrella. Not anymore as a heel, but, like, everybody has to do high-flying moves. The idea, in theory, of a cruiserweight who is a brawler is a cool idea. And if you can actually get, get Enzo to just – hone all of that those type of moves he's just a brawler who will elbow you in the face all that kind of a thing that could absolutely work as a style that is you know anathema to a high flyer like cedric alexander or um or musaf ali it totally works um and it worked tonight in this match um loved um the super Salida del sol i think that's a great great move especially the way that kalisto does it um, and uh, really into whatever they're going to do with Mustafa Ali because they're absolutely setting something up, and that kid is way overdue for a title shot. Yeah, he amazes me every time I see him in the ring. That was raw. It was good stuff. All, all in all, I think they, they helped set up Alexa Bliss versus Mickey James. They it push Elias a little bit more. you got to get something substantial for this guy, though, if you're going to keep doing that. Matt Hardy was the perfect opponent for Braun Strowman on this night. They reunited the Shield. They furthered the Cruiserweight division. They established an opponent for Asuka. I may not have liked how it got there. All in all, I think this was a good, fun show. It's it's you know it's hard for anything. Uh, it's hard for any show that's three hours to be unanimously good. But mm-hmm. yeah, I enjoyed it. So the only title being defended at TLC is the women's title. Because Brock's not on the show. Yeah, I think Miz... the Cruiserweight title will be. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, I forgot about that. But that's the, that hasn't been announced yet. So, so far, it's just Correct. women's title. Because the IC title's not involved, and the tag titles aren't involved, because they're in the same match, and those wheels are up for, up for grabs. Um, so that's interesting. Um, and they won't do the thing that, that many had suspected, where maybe all the titles are on the line, unless Braun goes, I don't care about a damn belt. Like if 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 we win, you can go keep the belts. I just want Roman's head. Yeah, that's fine. Their feud has lasted a year, almost, Alex. Uh, yes, it, it should last for more forever. Than that. They should they should get fight forever chance. I, I, I that's all the whole the whole. I can't thing. wait until the eventual Braun and Roman versus Sammy and Kevin Owens match. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! If they some some for some reason made Braun and Roman join forces for some reason, yeah. Um, you were talking so, about the ultimate underdog, Sami Zayn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, there's a whole thing is that we forget that like Sami Zayn had a really cool string of matches versus um, Braun Strowman, and there was that one glorious match on a Raw where Kevin Owens went up against Braun Strowman for the title, uh, and then it was a DQ finish. But that was a great match. Kevin Owens sold his ass off for Braun. That was like Braun's been so good for a year plus. 
it 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 makes me angry that he's not the champion right now. So they could do a Roman versus chasing Braun with the yeah. Shield as his backup. You know, they could do something so cool there, and they're just instead you got Brock, you know, hanging out in Canada shooting things. And oh, by by the way, over on SmackDown, you got the, the their number one title over on Gender, and so the top titles are either A, not being defended, or B, in a terrible position. You know what I mean? Yep. There's still people trying to justify the gender thing to me, and I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. At this point, the hell are you talking about? They're just clinging to their original opinion that, oh, wait, let it play out. Let it He'll play, let it play out. out for five months. <laughs> oh, man. It's just not good. So Brock Lesnar... If Dana White is to be believed, Dana White yeah. kind of, I don't think he knew well enough to let it, to not let it slip. But right. during an interview this weekend, he said, yeah, Brock's under WWE contract until August, 2018, which mm-hmm. surprised many makes sense though. I would speculate that it's because he took a fight and WWE was like, all right, let's get a, let's get you through SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And Brock was probably like, yeah, okay. SummerSlam is very high. I can't, I can't stress how high priority that show is for WWE now and has been for a long time. They have, I don't want to say blown, used a a ton of first time matchups on that show. Like they, that is a, that show is way more important to them than I could even convey to you guys. So that's, that's good. It puts some of the WrestleMania 30, whatever the hell WrestleMania were at 34 in doubt too. Yeah, makes because before I'm like, oh god, do I really? Well, one, I haven't liked a Brock Lesnar match in a while, mm-hmm. but I definitely didn't want a an unmotivated Brock Lesnar facing Roman Reigns in this situation, which he might not be motivated, but at least it's not his last match. We've seen last match Brock Lesnar before, right? So that that will be a good one to watch play out. Also, Wrestle Kingdom main event set. If you don't want spoilers. Go ahead and cover your ears. I still haven't watched the whole show, but Okada, Naito, that's a big one. There are a few big, big matches on the horizon over the next year for New Japan and Ring of Honor. Anytime you go visit Okada Omega, that's going to be big. Okada Naito is going to be big. You know, his in-ring work isn't as strong as his out-of-the-ring work, but Cody Rhodes has put himself in a position where he versus Omega eventually would be big. Well, Daniel be- Bryan against a broomstick thing, would be big. Yeah, but the thing—the thing about um, Rhodes versus Omega—is making the Bullet Club choose sides. Yeah, you could do a lot of cool stuff where the Young Bucks split up because yep. one chooses Kenny and one chooses Cody. You could do a lot of cool things with that storyline. One thing I wanted to point out: um, if Brock's last match is at SummerSlam and he goes out, and you could easily do a, a, way, a thing where because he likes him so much where Braun is the guy to put him out mm-hmm. getting revenge for that, for that title loss, you know, which would have been almost a year ago. That could be a really cool way for, for, sure. for Brock to go out is for Braun to be the guy who does it. And then you put the belt on him there. And then he, he just takes over as your monster from then on. He should, he should be doing that right now. This shouldn't right. happen a year right. from now. No, it shouldn't. It's but insane. I do feel like they're, they're holding off on it for some reason. Because here's the thing, they proved tonight that, that if they get an idea in their heads, they can just go for it. 
because like this, they, they, they had a whole thing planned apparently for Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt and abandoned that to put him back together with Dean Ambrose to put the titles on them. They're like, hey, let's put him with Roman. And it happened. Like in like three months, it was just done. So they can do whatever they want. If they get a, a bee in their bonnet, they can just move on. But nope. Yeah. Sometimes you, you set out a plan a year or two in advance and you say, we're doing that no matter what. Guys, make sure you head over to Fightful.com. We're breaking news all the time. Uh, subscribe to us, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. For every thousand subscriptions on YouTube, I'm going to give away something. I have like a bunch of stuff that has been given to me or passed along as promotional material over the years from DVDs to signed masks to all kinds of stuff like shirts and all kinds of stuff. So to people who are active on our channel and subscribe to us on YouTube, every thousand view or every thousand uh, subscriptions, I'll be giving away something else. So click that subscribe button, turn notifications on, please. Also iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, that stuff really helps. Uh, our weekly slate, we have post raw, post SmackDown, post pay-per-view. Check out that Wednesday list and your boy show. It is a good time. I have a lot of fun doing that show. We always have guests on the show as well. And I like to ask them things that they've never been asked in a like in a wrestling realm, in a wrestling perspective, and just a little bit different. That way we can get stories that we've never heard before. Also, uh, we have that Tuesday Holy Smokes MMA podcast. We've got a ranked UFC fighter on the show tomorrow. But all in all, just a good time. Alex covering the lighter side of pro wrestling as well. But, yeah, guys, check it out. we got a lot of big things coming. Uh, brought James Lynch in on the MMA side. That guy is going to be our Ariel Hawani. Wait and see. He is incredible. He is outstanding. I am so excited to have him on board. Um, he and David Tease were two of the main guys that I wanted hired for this website last year, and I'm so glad that we were finally able to, to nail down James Lynch. And, of course, guys, uh, all kinds of content over at Fightful.com. Use those Fightful forums because we have a contest going up there as well. Alex, what are you up to? What are you going to do post-associate editor? Uh, I'm going to uh, take my daughter to the park, which I haven't been able to do since I have had this job. I'm looking you, forward to pushing her on the swings. daughter in some kind of underground toddler fight club? Yes. Well, i got a trainer. got to get her to well, run off, up and down. First off, you're not allowed to talk about it. Uh, no. First rule. Right. Well, we're not actually in the fight club, you know, yet. So it's, it's, I, I have to create it. I'm starting the fight club with the other dads at the playground, I think. It's all an idea in my head. Anything that you all want to add to Fightful.com, head over to those forums and uh, let us know. Because Melissa, who is heavily responsible for this website, her, Melissa, or her, Lindsay, a lot of those people, they check in on those forums. They want to know, too. Also, happy Canadian Thanksgiving to uh, the great people that help make the site of my dreams come true, help make my dream job come true. Those are really good people. Uh, the trip that I got to make in July really opened my eyes. You know, I'm not a big traveler. I've done a lot of it this year, but some really great people there, and they are responsible for so much of this that you see at Fightful, like the tech setups and the layouts working. We worked and worked and worked until we got one that I loved and that stuck. So uh, thank you to them. Thank you to Jimmy van. Uh, thank you to people like Nigel and uh, everybody who is a part of this as well. Guys, please share our stuff. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, but make sure you all respect their individual community guidelines as you do. So 
Follow Alex at Palowski the fourth. Follow me at Sean Rossap, and follow us at Fightful Online Cross Platform. Until next time, guys. We're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.